Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. I wasn't even expecting to hear that, but I needed that. I'm going to have to play that back a little later. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. I'm in my bag today, just in case y'all didn't know. Um, I've been like doubling up and working and just trying to stay active and busy. And I'm very, very proud of myself. So shout out to me. Let me give me one more hand clap today. I need it. I need it. Alright, so we are ready for another episode. I just want to thank Lacia Doe who came last week and dropped gems. Like she dropped all the gems, all the the tools to repair your credit, how to save. Like she really gave y'all the game for free. And I'm just excited that she came and sat down and had a conversation with Mo because you know everything's worth conversation. So I shout out to her for coming and hanging out with me. You know, we had a little discrepancy in the time, but we, we actually made it work. So thankful to her. Um, make sure y'all go sign up for her services, follow her on Facebook and Instagram. But today, you know, sometimes you got to be amongst big bosses. And so, you know, I, you know, I just send out my little kites here and then I be like, you know, I'm going to just reach out and see what boss going to come sit with me today. But listen, some say it, call Dorian and see what Dorian got going on. Y'all might, I know him as Dorian, but y'all might know him as the art dealer. Hey, Dorian. Hey, I'm fine. How are you? I get, the, I get the applause. Of course. Everybody get the hand claps. Listen, you you a special type person. Um, I, so many things you have going on, and I had to get you in here before Christmas came. I know everybody trying to spend holidays with their family and just thankful to be able to have you in the building so i am glad that you are here thank you so much for taking time out of your day i know you because you're a big boss you in between charlotte and atlanta (laughs) i mean in augusta and atlanta you all over the place so thank you for uh coming to hang out with the little people today we we Mm. appreciate you Mm. what's going on with you i can't complain how are you i'm good i ain't got no complaints life Mm. life has been a lot, but you know, we're making it work. Okay. We're okay. we making it work. What's going on music-wise? Uh, I got some new records coming in February. Um, I got a couple new singles. Actually, what I'm planning to do, I'll tell you, I'm planning to drop four singles in that month. Ooh! Yeah. Come on now. Who working harder than me? 
Queen with you. Yeah. I like that. I like when we all out here just in our bag. And you're such a creative spirit and creative soul. So I love to see all the good work. And you got you brought mahogany mahogany lounge back. Yeah. How's that going? Good. Very good. Very good. Um super excited. We've done two so far. The next two are planned as well as the anniversary in April will be coming to. What made you want to bring it back? People ask for it. Mm, you got to get the people what they're looking for. Gotcha. That's, that's what it is. They were asking for it. Um, I think the pandemic kind of had people kind of feeling like missing it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I think I think the pandemic put us in a position to miss a whole lot of shit, to be yeah. totally honest. Yeah. I, I actually went to a concert in October, mm-hmm. and I was like... I'm talking about lit the whole time. I had a, a hoodie on, and I didn't realize until we left how much I was sweating until that air kind of. What concert you went to? I went to the the um the Legends of the Street tour. Is isn't that what it's called? Oh oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? Oh no, I thought you might have been the same show. I went to go see Toby Weekly. Oh, I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make that one. Listen, shout out to Toby. If you hear this, uh, holler at your player over here. Uh, <laughs> I love to sit down and have a conversation with Mo. Toby is dope as fuck. Yes, definitely. Listen, I I talk, I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, I want my husband, God, when you when you send him. Oh, okay. Cause cause I know he coming, mm-hmm. but I I need him to be have a little sprinkle of Toby in him. Why he can't? Why? What if he's better than Toby? I mean, he might be, but look. See, y'all need to stop. <laughs> what you mean? Stop, stop. Let people be them. He might be better than Toby. Oh, you think so? I'm sure Fat probably didn't think she was going to have somebody that caliber when she got him. I mean, but he's probably grown into that person. Yeah. So, you may have somebody who's ready to grow into that. I'm tired of grooming people. Man, don't get get me on and get started, man. Listen, I'm tired of grooming people, like, for sure. We're going to get into that later, though. Okay. Because I know, listen, the last time I sat down at the table with Duran, we was at the table for about two hours. But at least we had food, (laughs) because he starved me out. (laughs) But no, let's talk about the music. You Mm -hmm. always give us something really dope. Like, the song that came on... When we first started the show, that was yours. Mm-hmm. It's called Right Back. Mm-hmm. Tell us the inspiration behind that, because listen, that sounds like you was kind of like maybe I'm going through a few things over right. here. I was in a very dark space. You know, with the pandemic, it changed the way life was. Yeah. So if you weren't prepared for that, which none of us were, yeah. What are you gonna do as well as personal uh, issues, relationships? So uh, who have personal issues with relationships? Not you. What? Dorian, come on now. What do you mean? Listen, mm-hmm. I don't see you in there. I see, I see, now I'm different. I look at people different. I see perfect peace over here. So I know you ain't disrupting no young lady life out here. <laughs> <laughs> see how you do that? I didn't even say It's a play on words. I didn't say romantic. <laughs> it could have been a platonic relationship. Oh, all right. But right. if you listen to the record, you hear all, everything is in that record. Okay. Everything. All right. Which, you know, it was just, it was very dark. Okay. You know, it, it was right on time, though. Yeah. It def- listen, it it, it kind of sizzled in my spirit. Just the two little, three little minutes it was on. I was like, who are here telling my telling my business out here, telling my life? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I think we. I think the. I think the last year, year and a half, has mm-hmm. kind of had all of us in the space where we kind of either questioning some things or kind of trying to reevaluate some things. And it, it's good to have that music mm-hmm. that you can go to or any type of you know creative space where you can go to and kind of just get that out. What gets you? How do you? How do you set up just to record or write? How do things naturally come for you? It always starts with a feeling. Uh, starts with an emotion. And what happens is it'll trigger me and I'll think about it. But over time, it'll keep it'll keep coming back and be like, you got to mm. talk about this. You got to talk about this. Okay. So then the next move is to find production. Uh, shout out to Bizzo. Shout out to uh, Strat Dollar. Uh, Akeem Wells. Um, I've heard all these names before. Uh, somebody I'm missing. I'm missing. AD Beats and Mark Bird. Yeah. Okay. So those are the guys I go to for production. Then from that point, you know, I build a record. If I feel like it needs a feature, then I bring a feature. If I need somebody to sing a hook, but I can't sing. You sure? No, I can't sing. But you work with a lot of different, like, people, like, Mm -hmm. from all, like, walks of life, all genres. Like, how is it just connecting with people trying to get them to see your vision when it comes to a song mm-hmm. or anything that you're trying to, any project that you're working on. Most of the time, people, like, I run into people that's like-minded. Mm-hmm. So it works real easy. Okay. You know what I mean? It's kind of like we got a chemistry, we got a, a certain vibe, you know, and we just build from there. Do you think with those relationships that you have and, and that you have built, are there times where they call you and be like, hey, I got this one for you. This is, this is going to be lit. This is going to be it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, I never know how music works. You know, mm-hmm. we have this vision of how we think it works and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But you never really know, like, the, the mastery behind the music. It's a lot of different. People have, everybody has a different system. You okay. know, you got a lot of people who, they start with a melody. They'll record mumbling words. They'll start with all kind of different things. So it just depends on the artist. Yeah. Um, Jay Bussey, I did an interview with him a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about his latest project, Bino, and like, listen, listen, first of all, I'm a little biased because that's the homie, but I love it. I love it. His sound is really different. Mm -hmm. Um, I tell him all the time, his music is like storytelling for me. Mm-hmm. It, it always has like some type of story behind it. And I was, I, you know, I asked him the same thing. I was like, you know, when, what, what, what's your process? What do you go through? And he was talking about how he was out in Denver mm-hmm. and something just kind of same thing. You said kept coming to his mind. And he was like, I had to hurry up and, you know, get to jot it down before I lose my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to see, you know, artists and, and different creators just coming in and trying to see how they master things. Because I think when people see the finished product, yeah. they be like, oh, that's easy. I can do that. No. Yeah, listen, I ain't going to lie to you. I can't rap. I can't say. <laughs> I Listen, the one thing that I can do for sure with no hesitation, I can do this podcast shit. That I can't do. I can I can mommy a little bit, but this podcast shit, I does this. I can do this. You ain't got to worry. On my worst day, not feeling my best, mm-hmm. I got this. I stay in my my little lane mm-hmm. right here. <laughs> Listen, because music is just a different type of thing. But when when did you first? You know, I'm I'm gonna hit you with a a little brown sugar right here. When did you first fall in love with hip hop? So, um, I got cousins that were like older brothers, so much older than me. Okay. So they were listening to things that I had no business listening to. Like understood. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, it was so bad. You know, my mama's 
you know, church pianist. Mm-hmm. I would go down, they stayed on 8th Avenue, I would take her church tapes and go down there and record. Over the church music? Boy, you going to hell. <laughs> Hold on, that's not all. Damn. Hold on. I was recording like Ice Cube, oh, NWA. <laughs> One time I even had the actual tape that I had a stash in the room. Mind you now, I'm a little, little kid. Like how old? Like how little? We talking like nine, ten. Okay, okay. Can you imagine that? A nine-year-old. I mean, I can see it. A nine-year-old walking up to you talking about fucking no Vaseline. Oh, wait a minute. Right. I forgot you see, said ice cube. Right. You, you missed that. You missed that whole part. I don't even think my folks listened to it. They just saw the titles and was like, what is this? Right. Yeah. But that was the first. But then when Outcast came out, it was like, oh, yeah. You give me Outcast vibes. Yeah. You give it, me that. Because they sound like here. They yeah. They sound like Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So after that, it was rough. So from that point on, you just like, oh, yeah, this this going to be me. Mm-hmm. This going to be me forever. Mm-hmm. How, how does it how does it feel to just be because Augusta is not big is is not very small either but how does it because you are a, a well known name you may not think that <laughs> listen when people say your name they're like oh yeah I know him da, 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 this song this song so how does it feel now that you've been doing music for how long now forever since nine uh, I think I recorded my first song at thirteen. Okay. What was that like? It was scary. So, who gave you the booth? So hold on. And said, come on in the room. No, so hold on. See, when, shout out to mom. Because mama put me on. Okay. Even though the music was not appropriate, she didn't shun it. She's that's, a musician. That's a blessing. So she had a friend, and shout out Anthony Ferris. He had like a makeshift studio in his house. Okay. So he had a keyboard, little, I think like 16-track recorder. And he made some stuff on his keyboard. And I went in there and wrapped on a little purple tape. That was it. That was the start. I was hooked ever since. That was the start of wonderful things to come. Here mm-hmm. we are, what? Five, six, seven, a hundred, eight. A hundred years later. No, I'm about, I'm talking about five, six, seven, eight albums later. Oh, yeah, yeah, couple yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Maybe about a hundred songs later. Yeah. And you still giving us that five. I mean, it's, I, I love it. What's next, though? Uh, music? Yes. Uh, Like I said, I got some new singles coming. Uh, I got a record called Love Like This. We shot a video for that one. Is it like love music? Like sappy stuff? Like I like? It's not. Well, I, no, I got another record like that. Come on now, because you know I like yeah, I like some sappy shit too. Well, see, you should have been on Crave, so you probably ain't heard Crave. I'm going to go back. Crave was a joint me and Art Love did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You heard the that? The guy one? with the dress. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I like that. So I got, yeah, we got some more of that. Yeah, yeah, I need more of that. Yeah, we got more of that. I, I need more of that. I keep playing of that. Not, okay. Not tonight. It's a couple of records like that. Okay. Yeah. The, are those inspired by personal situations? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. See, you did Listen. start not really. <laughs> Listen, you y'all good. know when the conversation with Mo comes, it's, it's going to be, it's going to go there. So, how, how many times do you feel like, not how many times, but, you know, you hear music all the time. with. I, I tell people all the time, I'm tired of hearing about bitches and hoes and dope and the strip club and, oh, I got plenty of money. I'm tired of hearing that. What makes your music different from the regular rat race and the, 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 the normal, I won't say normal, but what we're hearing every day? One, okay, two things. One, my upbringing. Yeah. I was always raised to be yourself. You know okay. what I'm saying? It, it don't matter what, what anybody else got going on. You, you be you. Absolutely. You know, that's it. Second, I came up during a time where it was valued for you to be different. Okay. 
Now they don't want that. Mm-mm. So now, you know, the people that's cutting the check, that's doing all this, they looking for the next this person or the next that person. So that's why you have this plethora of artists who are uh, making the same music over and over. It's, it's music. real. It's real cookie cutter. Yeah. It's, it's, it's extremely cookie cutter. And it's it's funny because I um I have a daughter. She's mm-hmm. 18. She doesn't listen to a lot of rap. Mm-hmm. A few things I don't kind of know that she listened to, but you know, whatever. But the the kids who really keep my ear to the to to the streets is my middle school kids. Mm-hmm. They know all the songs and all mm-hmm. the music, and I be like, "Well, who is such and such?" Mm-hmm. And they be like, "Oh, Coach Rose, did, 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 listen, is this right here?" And I be like, "Okay, all right, I got you." So it's just like mm, I hear stuff, and I be like, "All oh, this shit sound the same." Yeah. And, like, I don't know, hell, it took me a while to figure out that little baby and that baby wasn't the same damn person. Nah, you're wrong for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Nothing alike. Not, not because of the music, but because of the, like, the names. names yeah. I, I, I'm like, well, wait, what he sang? And then I got to hit a song and put the song with the person to mm-hmm. be able to, see, I'm getting old. It's it's not the same anymore. <laughs> it's it's not the Goody Miles and the Outcast mm-hmm. and Ti and the Jeezy that I'm listen because I I went to the Feed the Streets tour mm-hmm. and let me tell you something. I got my whole life. I listen. I knew every Jeezy song. I listen. I saw I saw one of my parents. <laughs> now mind you, I didn't go to the one in Augusta. I see. I went to the one in Atlanta. I seen one of my kids' parents and she was like, "Hey, Miss Rose." I said, "Hey, hey, hey." I'm not Miss Rose. I'm not Coach Rose. I'm not Monique. I'm not nobody mama. And I'm not nobody daughter. I sell dope for a living tonight. (laughs) I'm out here flipping motherfucking tricks. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, okay. (laughs) It was really funny, but that's how I felt. But that's, I feel like that's the music we grew up on. And they don't make music like that anymore. We've been said. 20 years ago, they don't make the R&B like they used to. They they kind of, you know, giving it here and there. The Summer Walkers, Ari Lennox, Her, Daniel Caesar, Giveon. They they give it a little bit. It's a different little twist on it. Mm-hmm. But it ain't that, um, oh, what's my favorite one? Not the, um, damn, I can't think of the group right now. After Seven. Oh. And, listen, now that's what, listen, I got After Seven radio on my bed door. That shit go hard. Listen, we ain't getting that type of music no more, and that's cool. It's a nice little transition, but music has always been something that just, like, really spoke to my spirit. Mm-hmm. And, like, mom, I used to always tell my mom, like, growing up in the church, like, the music speaks to me. The word might not get to me, but the the music show gonna say in my spirit in here today. Mm-hmm. So you ain't got to worry about if I got the word, I got the message through the music. And I think we need to kind of like tap back more into that. Well, the only problem you have is that you gotta understand music is a business. Mm-hmm. So until we get some people who have the money and the influence who are invested in what you saying, mm-hmm. we ain't gonna get it. Yeah. We're going to have to depend on the independence, you know. You know, somebody like her will slip through the cracks every now and then. But I guarantee it's a lot more people like her that just overlook. Yeah. She she has a she has a tone that, oh, man, I could listen to her all day. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I can listen to her all day. Now, listen, Summer Walker got me in my feelings with this last album. I feel like I want to take a bat to a goddamn lamp somewhere, but no. that's cool. I needed that for my spirit, for what mm-hmm. I've been through. I needed that. That that really, like, set me off. When you hear music, like, is there... No, let me ask before I go there. Is there anybody right now, famous artist, that you, like, I would really like to work with them? Like famous? yeah, like top top on your top list. Oh, Crit. Really? I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. We gotta make that happen. Yeah. We gotta make that happen. Yeah. I need I need us to manifest that. Mm-hmm. We need to make that happen. I'm sure you're working on it. Something like that. I know it. I do it. <laughs> God damn it. I know you. If I don't know you, I know you. Yeah. Listen, I like Crit. I've never been a like huge fan, I'm but a huge fan. my little brother, we were like 10, 10 years apart. Mm-hmm. And he he go hard in the paint for crit. Like, we used to live together. I used to wake up listening to that shit. I'd be like, hey, bro, turn that shit down. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm a huge fan. Um, it's just it's the message, the feeling, the emotion. I mean, I can't deny it. He, he got it. Does he give you, he kind of give me David Banner vibes. No. No? What's different? He's more lyrical than David Banner. Mm-hmm. He has more soul to me than David Banner. Mm. Now I'm gonna have to go back and listen to a few albums. Yeah, he got much more soul. I heard a song on something of his. Either somebody was playing it, or it was on something I was watching, or something, and it made me go back to listen to that song. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, I take it back. I was on Instagram, mm-hmm. and somebody was playing it in the car, mm-hmm. and I was like, I. I'm in the comments because I'm one of them type folks. Who what's that playing? You know? And she was like, Oh, that's Big Cree. I was like, what's the name of the song? Let me, let me go back and listen to it. And I listened to it and I was like, damn, I kinda of been sleeping on him. Alright, that's confirmation. I need to go. I need to go. A lot of music getting slept on that one. <sighs> like who? Who you think slept on? Everybody. It's a lot of people. Because what happens is if you okay, if you're just an artist, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the controversy, if you're not... Because you got to be an artist and an entertainer now. Entertainer, marketer, you yes. got to do all of that. So if you don't if you don't have all of what I call goofy shit going on... Oh, shit. You almost made me choke on my drink. <laughs> what? That's what... It's the goofy shit. That's what it is. I mean, you're if right. If you don't have the goofy shit going on, they don't pay you attention. Damn. And then we wait till you die and then be like, oh... Nipsey Hussle. No, okay, now you Nipsey, Nipsey has been coming up in a lot of conversations lately that I've been having podcasts about, and I will honestly say I wasn't a fan right. before he passed away. Right. But I was I was never introduced to to him as an artist because mm-hmm. um, usually you know we get introduced to music a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So I mean I knew he was Lauren London boyfriend or Baby Daddy. That's mm-hmm. all I knew. All and knew. I mean I wasn't I wasn't really interested. No. So then he passed away and. Some just said, you know, listen to it. So I'm, I'm friends with, a, I'm friends with a friend whose cousin is Dom Kennedy. Okay. So, I, I I've listened to Dom's music before, mm-hmm. and so Dom was on a song with him, mm-hmm. um, Double Up, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I like this. Mm-hmm. So I end up listening to the whole CD. Oh, oh come on, man! I it's funny because I told somebody this a few weeks ago. On Spotify, when they show your top your top music for that year, I had played that album, 
the most mm. the year the year he passed away. Mm. Every song, not just one or two songs, mm. like every song. And so now I'm like, okay, but now it kind of sucks because now we won't get any more music from him. Nope. So um. it's it's like you got to keep just listening to the old stuff, and it's just like, uh, I mean, uh, all right. You it's 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 it's. it's it's the true meaning of, you know, give people their flowers, like, why they're here. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to, like, different different little avenues that you have ventured off into, um, like, let's start with Mahogany Lounge. What gave you the motivation to just kind of, like, where, where did that start from? So I used to go to college in Atlanta and move back here. And um, when I came back... Where you want to school at? The artist, too. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. But when I came back... Um, I was like, man, me and my partner, we was like, we're going to do events to make money to finance the music. Okay. So we were doing a poetry night, and, and we did like a regular like party night. We do like an R&B Fridays or whatever. This is all at Soldier Sounds. Okay. But the poetry grew legs. Okay. So then we left Soldier Sounds, and then shout out to Cassandra at 209. She contacted. Man, shout out to Mr. Miss Brisson, man. Some of the best food I ever had. <laughs> I never had banana, not banana pudding, um, bread pudding until I started working there. Oh, really? Man, I never had it in my whole life. And the lady who made it mm-hmm. brought me like a look. She was like, taste this, taste it. Tell me what it tastes like. I was like, well, what is it? Is it dressing? And she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, well, what the hell is it then? Bread and she pudding. said, it's bread pudding. I was like, well, what is that? Anyway, I'm sorry. Carry on with you. No, she contacted, uh, contacted me about doing poetry at her event. Okay. At her venue. This one that was on the river. So I was like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's try to, you know what I'm saying? Let's put something together. So that's when I came up with the name Mahogany Lounge, infused a lot of music with it, um, and it just, it took off. It grew legs. Oh, wow. Um, we had shirts at one time, we had newspaper at one time. Okay. We had all kinds of stuff, yeah. So now, we brought it back, mm-hmm. and what you said two more shows coming up, yeah. and then the anniversary show? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does that look like? As far as what part? Like, what artists... You gonna have or oh, so the next one, uh, Queen Sheba will be the uh, feature. Okay. Uh, she's Grammy nominated. Oh, forgot what project. Don't give me a line. Okay. It, she she did a Grammy celebration for a nomination for a piece that she did on somebody's album. Okay. So um, I'm gonna have her. I'm also working on some comedy and stuff like that coming in too. Okay. So. We like to laugh. Yeah. Because I, 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 no bullshit, I done drove to Columbia to see B. Simone mm-hmm. um, and Desi Banks. Mm-hmm. They are hilarious to you me. You coming to Augusta? Is it? When? I don't know if I can say the date. Okay, know, okay. But... We'll talk about it off there. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I paid to, and I paid to see him again. Mm-hmm. Like, I can watch his little skits and shit on Instagram, like, all damn day long yeah. and be crying real nigga tears. <laughs> <laughs> He is hilarious. So Ooh. now that we have Mahogany Lounge back, I heard somebody said that you was moving to the city. You was coming back home. Yeah, I'm coming back home. Ah, yeah. Okay. So that means we're going to expect a little bit more from you since you're going to be in the city. There's some more coming. Okay. Yeah. Talk about prom. Prom Night Augusta, 5th Annual. Uh, we're going to be at Richmond on the Green, February 19th. Where's that? Richmond on the Green. Where's that? It's on Green Street. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's the... Uh, it used to be a hotel, but now it's like a event venue. Most people do weddings and stuff in there. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Real sexy vibe. Okay. Yeah. I, my first time going to prom was last year. Right. I hosted the red carpet. Right. 
best time of my life. Don't do that. No, seriously. No, no, I'll bullshit. Best time of my life. A because Kid Joe got me got me a little too faded, but I was so nervous. Wow. I was so nervous. I you know, it's hard to be in your element sometimes when you're out of your element, if that okay. makes sense. Okay. So that was my first time like hosting like a red carpet event. You know, you watch red carpet shit on TV and you mm-hmm. you be like trying to okay, I should do this and I should now Kid Joe brought this avion and was like, here, drink this. I was like, I don't like to listen, and the rest is the rest is history. I had a great time. Yeah. I, I go. I still go back and look at videos mm-hmm. from prom. I'm excited because I'm trying to. I'm trying to come this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I want to come. How you coming this year? <sighs> single. You coming single. Very single. You know, looking for ba- looking for bachelors. Hell no, bro. Hell no. Man, I don't, you know what? That's what. That's another thing I need to do. I gotta figure out how to get the fellas to come to the events with the ladies. Yeah. I now mean, that's a listen. That is key because there were a lot of women. It's always that way. And a lot of couples. It's always that way. But not a lot of guys just by themselves. We've never had best dressed bachelorette. I mean, bachelor. Really? Never. Because if the dude is in the prom, he's with his wife, girlfriend, significant other. Sneaky lean, side piece. Not even that. They booed up with somebody. (laughs) Absolutely. Whoever it is. Yeah. But I don't all these single dudes, and I'm like, where did y'all go? Y'all y'all just not meet women up. What, what? They they um in people DMs and they on Bruh, dating websites. Man. Definitely don't, so. Don't Definitely so. It's funny that you said that because I've done speed dating a whole lot a few times, and shout out to you because you did my my flyers. Yes. And um. And what happened? Uh, the females crowd the place. Thank you crowd to play and it's like it's crazy because it's like y'all it's speed dating and the funny part is the women really want to come and play mm-hmm. because what what we normally do is we'll do a live show first mm-hmm. you know i'll talk we'll talk about stuff i talk about on the podcast and you know we'll i'll go through the crowd we'll ask questions about just about dating mm-hmm. and i'll be like all right we're gonna sit at the table we'll do like a little hat, a little spinoff thing where we're doing like shots and stuff, and it's a good time. Mm-hmm. And it just it be more bitches there than to be niggas. Yep. I did one years ago in the same way. We had, I want to say it was like thirteen women, like six dudes. Godly, <laughs> godly. And the thing is, when I do it, it's free. It's free. Same it's way. Thursday night. It's, you know, it ain't in, it's at studio, you know, it's a good vibe. I got a good DJ. Like, it's, it's it be lit in my eyes. I, I don't understand. And then, it, I think the funny part to that also is, it'll be guys there, but they'll be like, oh, I want to play. What? <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? You don't want, what, what you mean you don't want to sit at the table with a beautiful woman and possibly get her a number and take her out later? Even if it ain't that, just a conversation. It, listen, everything about the conversation. I've been trying to tell you. Just that. So what do we have to look forward to for prom this year? I think prom for me, just having the experience of mm-hmm. just seeing, because I've been, I've been to, you know, high school prom, mm-hmm. but going to an adult prom and seeing people really like getting dressed up mm-hmm. and, you know, being like in the, it just having a good time. It gives you something to do. We always talk about ain't shit doing Augusta and I'm one of them. I'll tell you quick and shit do here. But when things like this come along, people don't participate. Right. Um, so this year, uh, the theme is a trip around the world. 
Okay. So we'll be featuring international inspired stations. Okay. So you know you'll uh, we'll have uh, international inspired foods. Working on some casino vibes. Okay. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have some artists in there. I'm working on... Uh, we got the VIP... You should have veranda. a cigar lounge. The VIP on the veranda. Half of it will be... Co- well, if you buy VIP, you mm-hmm. get access to that. Gotcha. Half of it will be cocktails. The other part will be cigars. Mmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a trip around the world. I know. How how was it like having to postpone it because of COVID last year? Uh, It was rough because people wanted it. Yeah, you know, I was excited. Yeah, it, but really, it was it wasn't COVID. It was it was COVID, but the Legends Club closed. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was the problem. Then the what are they day, doing now? Nothing. It's just the building. Yeah, the building's empty. They're gone. They're not there no more. Look into that. Yeah, I think the Augusta National got that problem. Oh, <laughs> they about watching the road if you let them. That's what they're working on doing. That part is what. All of that area back there, they finna get all of it. Get about five, ten years. People ain't gonna sell. You think hmm? people sell? If the price right? What you mean? Some of it already sold. Listen, you know them little old people they do, they talk about in the paper? Yeah. They ain't moving. That's them. They will move, They will build that whole thing around them. People. And they have. Yeah, and there's more coming. It's, trust me. I, don't, I think when it comes to the Augusta National and the Masters and all, I think it's just ridiculous because you're gonna buy up the whole block. If you had the kind of money they had, you would do the same thing. Yeah, but I would do it in a different type way. Y'all have this this one event that's one week every year. I mean, don't get me wrong. They are, it's millions of dollars there. Probably billions. Probably so. Probably so. Yes. But I don't, the city don't yeah. never see none of that money. The city used to see a lot of it, but they are, they're starting <laughs> to uh, monopolize. Mm-hmm. See, when I was a kid, if you lived in that area, mm-hmm. people would sell parking in their parking lot. But they cut that out because they started buying up more property and making parking. Yeah. Same with hospitality houses. Now they don't need as many hotels. Right. And I don't know. So you remember where those apartments were? Yeah. And they told them, they bought all of them, mm-hmm. tore them down. It was empty for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's a whole house over there now. Well, what the hell is that? Um, um, that that's probably that's somewhere a, else for them to have yeah, hospitality yeah. at. That, that front part is parking. I think that back, I think that back house back there is a hospitality house. Because you can't really see. It's on the right-hand side mm-hmm. next to where they bought the food line. Uh, they took a, they took my favorite uh uh-huh. They see the Man. Uh-huh. Listen, let me tell you about that. True story. <laughs> I got caught in uh-huh. that. I got caught in that uh uh-huh. You doing what? Listen, with somebody I should not have been with. Lord, man. You cheating in the uh uh-huh. Listen, I wasn't necessarily cheating. We had broke up. And. And the most popular restaurant. After the club. Listen, and it wasn't even like, it was like around Christmas time, but it wasn't like a after the club. It was early is what I'm saying. But people would drive all over town just to go to that one. Absolutely. And that, let me tell you something. I'm standing, so I'm standing there with the guy that I'm on a date with. And we talking, but we walked in and saw two people that we knew. So we walked over to the table and we talking to them. And the guy that I had just broke up with had walked in the door and I didn't see him. So I turned around and I saw him. And he just starts walking towards me. And I get so fucking nervous. I'm like, oh, this nigga finna set this bitch off. And so he was like, what's up, Monique? I was like, mm, go, man. listen, I turned around and looked at the guy I was with. I was like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, we got to go. It, it's, it, we can't stay. We, we got to go. And I walked right past him. I didn't say nothing. Mm. I walked right past him. And the guy was like, you sure? I was like, let's go now. 
And so I drove because I know my way. And the, the guy wasn't from here. So I know my way around. So I, I drove. And so when we got, you know, the little ramp, man, let me tell you, I had heels on. I was, I was praying I didn't fall down the damn ramp, bro. Fun times. It is so funny that the guy, my ex, I was talking about. It's funny because like we 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 still cool and we talk. He'd be like, "Remember that time I caught you in the aisle with that nigga?" I was like, "Bro, don't bring that shit up. No, no, no more, no more." So prom, mahogany lounge, the music. What else you got? I I know if I know you like I think I know you. I know you got something else going for the city. You come back home, it got to be something else. I got some, I got some stuff in the works. Give us a give us a come on. Give us a little. <laughs> Only thing I'm gonna tell you is I'm gonna bring the trap back. Oh shit! What? What? Where the hood niggas at? Break them out. That's what I be looking for. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't catching what I'm saying. I know, but okay. Remember the trap bank? Ooh! Oh my god! I the reason and the reason why I'm so excited about it because first of all I have not been to one. Every time I get my ticket, it's so loud. Y'all only sell a couple of slots. I mean, a no, few slots. No, but that's a lie. The last time I wanted to go, the one I wanted to go to, it where, was so loud. Where was that? It was here. I'm saying which venue? Was it Humanitry or James Brown Arena? No, it was at Humanitry. So I'm gonna tell you how that's a problem. Because when we was doing that, we were doing like two or three shows. So that means I couldn't. I I had to make plans when I could go. Yeah, and the one no, was, but what I'm saying is that means you did not. Buy your ticket. In advance, I know. All right, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm last minute. I got to really get geeked up to be like, I'm going to go. See, now we can start arguing. Because that's the problem with Augusta. That's what happened when, that first Mahog- when I first brought Mahogany Lounge back. But, so, all right, I ain't going to make no excuse. Because when her or Summer Walker or whoever go on sale with their tickets and they go, they pre sale. Y'all be sitting right there by that phone at eight at nine forty five, waiting for ten o'clock to hit to buy them tickets. And don't tell me I'm lying. Well, see, I keep a special credit card for for concerts. I don't, we don't need my my events don't cost that much money. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> because listen, Jasmine Sullivan went on sale last week, and I was like, I done paid my credit card down, right. and I'm ready. See, so y'all be ready for that, but y'all try to for mahogany. Well, who gonna be the? I don't know. I gotta find somebody to keep my baby. Y'all about them tickets for them concerts and then call Big Mama later to my baby. I need to keep my baby for me. All right, so I'm gonna do be- Listen, that's always been a thing with me and like going out. Because I'm not a huge going out person. I'll I'll concert myself to death. Yeah. But I won't go out in the city. So But I don't have my events are like once, maybe once a month. Yeah. Once every other month. You're right. So I remember a friend of mine told me if you're gonna podcast and you're gonna do this, you gotta get out. You gotta get out. You gotta be a face. You gotta let people see your face. And I'm like, wanna see people? I mean, it's just like doing radio, though. Yeah, it is. When you're a radio personality, you got to show your face. Okay. All right. So you bring okay, trapping pain. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's, it's gonna be fine tuning a little different, but I'm bringing that back. I'm okay. That, back, so. that should be dope. Mm-hmm. What made you wanna bring that back? People asking for it. You giving the people what they want. I can't. What you want me to do? But you know, so let me tell you a few a few things that I like that I think you probably could have did if you probably would. Yeah, I'm sure you probably thought about it. That I've been to that I really like. 
Uh, trap karaoke. Dope as fuck. I like it. I did it before. I, I, it does. I, I feel like you probably have done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, I don't know who throws it, but this is thing in chart, and you probably heard it before. It's called Grits and Biscuits. I've been there before. Bruh, a good time. Mm-hmm. A good time. I went two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. Yeah. Walked out. Dope. Almost didn't walk out. Super dope. I was drunk. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because no. I like the vibes. When mm-hmm. you get in the room and the mm-hmm. vibe good and you hear all your favorite trap music, I'm like, oh, shit. Take me back to 15th Street somewhere or yeah. something. So... All right, so Trap and Paint, mm-hmm. Mahogany Lounge, got four, you said four songs? Yeah, I got four singles coming in February. So we got to wait? Yeah. You ain't going to give us like a little snippet? No. We're going to have some bit. Now, one thing I do love is that you will put a video to a song quick. Mm-hmm. You're going to drop the video and the song the same day. A couple of videos I already shot. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Golly! So, every song will have a video? Yeah. Yep. I love that. I I think that's what I love about, you know, you as a creator. You you like to give us visuals. And mm-hmm. I, I love that because I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. I got to see some shit first mm-hmm. before I can be like, all right, well, let me see what's going to happen. Yep. Okay. One of them going to have a TikTok campaign or <sighs> Are you on TikTok? Of course. I don't wait. Let me, let me find Go ahead. Matter of fact, do it right now. <laughs> Are you still now? Let me tell you something that you do that I like. What? The drinks. Go to TikTok. All right. Come on. Come on. Come on. Down so, there. how did that come about? Stuck in the house. Okay. I'm trying to figure out something to do. Just trying to figure out some uh, content to put on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Where do you come up with the ideas behind the drinks or what you mix in? I or? research them. Like, you know, if it's a certain liquor, I kind of figure out what mix well with that liquor. Um, you know, what flavors and I do a little homework before I do that. Gotcha. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, kind of give them a little insight on what I'm talking about. So, um, my TikTok is dinner with the dealer and I really was just trying to find content to put on TikTok. You know, it was a new platform. It was different from Facebook and Instagram. And at the time I was stuck in the house with the pandemic. So I started with food because I was tired of eating garbage so you know i gotta start cooking okay so from that i just tried a drink and i did one drink and it it went it did like two hundred thousand views okay so from that it just been going and popping shout out to diddy i did one with uh the ciroc pomegranate with the little ciroc comment on my little post okay then i see you out here in these streets how can i be down hey Tell Diddy to call me. I ain't, I ain't in Miami now. I'm, I'm sure it ain't him. I'm sure it's probably one of his campaign inter- people. They oh, said, oh, he yeah. used the new Ciroc. Comment on it. But no, it came from his page. But yeah, that's where it came from. Okay. Are you still going to keep that keep that up? Like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. What can we look forward to, like, not just dinner with the dealer on TikTok, but, like, is that going to kind of, like, mm-hmm. spin into something? Mm-hmm. Doria, you always working. You got to work. <sighs> I'm expired today. But people ask, like people ask, like when I was doing the the drinks, people ask for it. Okay. They ask when you're gonna do an event, when you're gonna do. So that's what everything is happening. People are asking for it. Got to get the people what they're looking for. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm I'm excited that Mahogany Lounge is coming back. I'm going to come. I promise. Definitely coming to Trap and Paint. Like, for sure. I'm not going to miss that one. I saw a video and y'all was so lit. I was so pissed. We went by on the shade room. I know. Mm. Good times. <sighs> yeah, I needed to be just as that crunk. 
this time around. And that's what it, really I tell people. It's it's a platform where you can come and enjoy, you know, the club life without the negative parts of it, like the smoke and being. Oh yeah. Late, is it is it BYOB? Uh, depending on the venue, yeah. Some venues I do, but then sometimes, uh, uh, you know, I have complimentary wine or, or drinks or whatever. Gotcha. But, you ain't making no no drinks at the next trip and paint? Well, actually, if you would have came to the first Mahogany Lounge, you would have been able to try a drink that I made because we did complimentary drinks for people. Gotcha. I'll be at the next one. Yeah, okay. I promise. When you see my name pop up in the Eventbrite ticket thing, yeah, I'll, I'll be waiting. Just shoot me a text and be I, like, oh, okay, I see you. I, I got you. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Dorian, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. This was, this was inspi- first of all, this was Dope as fuck. I appreciate you having me. Because you are definitely a dope artist and creative. And I like being around other creatives because it kind of gives you, like, the juice. It kind of give you, put that battery in your back. You got the juice. Uh, I'm working on it. Don't look around. You got the juice. <laughs> Listen, I, I like what I do. I love podcasting. I, I think, um, and I said this on another show, procrastination has got to not beat me. Yeah. If I cannot let procrastination beat me, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. But then also, I got to keep up with the young folks. Because these young folks, well, not keep up, but, you know, I got to learn, like, be, being an influencer <laughs> is a hard fucking job, bro. I be like, do y'all work real jobs? Because I'm tired. Like, but you got to understand they raised in that, in that culture. Though. Yeah. That's one thing I, I love about this generation, that they ain't scared of shit. But that's a gift and a curse. It is. That's a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. And they they ain't afraid to tell a motherfucker, I quit. I'm not coming back. <laughs> Don't fucking worry about me. And nothing else. So I, I'm I'm definitely trying to get in more in tune with that. But I'm also learning to control my feelings. And so whew. What you mean? What's, what's wrong with your feelings? <sighs> listen, that's why I, I was in the, the slump that I was. That's why y'all ain't here from conversations with Mo. For six to eight months to almost a year, cause I was I was in I was in a relationship, and I just oh, kind of allowed. No, no, ain't no do tell. <laughs> yeah, you know, for the minutes I talk to you, I don't know nothing about this. Here. That's over. That oh. sh- that listen. What happened? Whew. Too much. Too mm-hmm. much happened. Okay. It's it just it wasn't. I thought it was a good space to be in, but it really wasn't. Um, I don't what have. You, what do you mean it wasn't a good space? to be in? Um, it was a lot of just like not not understanding on both parties, on my behalf and, and, and his behalf. So, um, we just we weren't vibing, we weren't seeing eye to eye, we were just having some issues and it just kinda spiraled and snowballed into something a lot bigger. So y'all ain't trying to fix it? Oh no, he's a top tier narcissist and I'm done. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm done. Um, and I hate to say that because and he's not a, a terrible person. Um, he just has some ways that I don't necessarily agree with and does some things that I don't necessarily like. And so I just, I had to kind of, uh, I didn't remove myself from the relationship when I should have. But when I did, I just, it's, I was in a dark space. So I, I had to go through that to get the lesson. And I got the lesson. I'm good. So that's why I've been like working so hard. I've been just trying to, you know, worry about conversations with Mo. And so I'm just in the. So I mean, you didn't let go of your relationship life or person. Yeah, I'm. I'm on pause for a minute. I'm um, for a minute. Yeah, I'm on pause. So that means ain't nobody checking for you. Oh no, I can ride down the street with no tent. 
and we good. Mm-mm. Anybody checking for me? First of all, I don't really, niggas don't really be into me like I feel like they should be into me. So it's just, you can, you might think you checking for me, but you ain't doing that. Who in your friend room? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, to be honest. Nobody. I don't believe it. It's, it's one person, but he deserved to be in there because he married. Okay. Yeah, he definitely in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. But that's all I got. Okay. All right. If you think so. But anyway, because mm-hmm. this is not this is not an interview with Monique. This you I with. noticed how you dodged all them questions. That's cool, though. I didn't. I really didn't dodge them. No, you did. It's all right. We'll get to that later. Anyway, start me a podcast and bring you on. <laughs> I could produce it for you if you like. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Dorian, let people know how they can follow you on social media, where they can find out about Mahogany Lounge, any new music, and especially about Prom um, of Augusta, so mm-hmm. we can kind of get everybody in the mix, because we definitely need to see more more bachelors at Prom. Yeah, I'm a, I think I'm going to challenge them. I think I'm going to put issue a challenge too. You should. Yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out. Okay. We can work on that together. Okay. Cause I, I definitely I definitely wanna see that because like I said, when you have certain events, I hate guys always be like, What it ain't nobody here da, da, da. or you know, it's the same thing. Okay, but when when we give y'all something different, y'all don't come. They definitely don't be there because I'll be looking and I'll be saying, Man, I don't know what y'all be doing. We did a all black uh all black affair at the last mahogany. Mm-hmm. And women didn't come to play. They never do. Oh, it was so many little black dresses in there. I was Ooh. like, my God. All right. Dora, before we go, because mm-hmm. you know, I asked, are you single? No comment. No comment? What do you mean? <laughs> now, you know, you know, that's that's exactly I mean, what, the, what the ladies want to know. What they want to know. They they want to know. Listen, they gonna listen. Is anybody out here making TikToks to this for you? Hit you like this here. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Listen, you sure? Mm-mm. Why are you being? Li- Come on, there. You sure? Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. So I got myself in trouble. <laughs> Now, listen, we 50 minutes in. They're going to they gonna be done stop listening at this no, point. They're going to listen to the whole gonna thing. Somebody's going to be like, I'm going to scroll through that. I'm going to make sure to see what he's saying. Oh, man. I'm be, listen, I never try to get anybody in trouble. I tell people all the time, when you come, we're going to talk about business. But it's not even trouble. It's just that I don't want to spark certain energy. Okay. You know what I mean? I've, you know, I've been in my current situation for a while now. Nobody even knew it. Okay. So. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Any wedding bells on the way? Y'all won't do right. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Y'all won't do God right. God damn it! Y'all will not do right. I should have just closed the fucking show. You bro. should have. Y'all won't do right. You won't. I don't get it. What is it that you don't get? Women say they want a man who do X, Y, and Z, and when you provide X, Y, and Z, it. It ain't working, or it ain't enough, or I don't know, or what. I, don't know. I can't tell you. But then, here's the funny part. You want to hear the funny part? Do I have the, a choice? No, no, <laughs> the women who have no business. Oh. 
they be all up. They be like on your neck. You be yeah. like, bro, you come on, like, yeah. What, what am I? Absolutely. Let me tell you one thing I was told about my last relationship. I was told, and I'm glad I'm glad you are here because I got to ask. Mm-hmm. I was told that I wasn't a good girlfriend because I did not take him on enough dates and I didn't buy him buy him stuff outside of like holidays, like his birthday. This is my this is what my ex said. That's what he said. Either. Yeah, this is what he said. And those are the things he felt like that made. He was like, I took you on 50 dates before you even took me on a date. And I was like, okay, what's the problem? And then, okay, so I guess you didn't, so you didn't cater to him. I did, just not in those type, that type of way. I'll tell you the problem. You probably didn't cater to him in his love language. I didn't. Because his love language is gift, 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 receiving gifts, right. <laughs> gift giving. Right. That's his love language. And right. see, he tried to use his love language for me. So he would buy me, he would come in the house sometimes and be like, oh, I got like four, five bags. I'm like, okay. It's not my love language. You know, my, my top two are um, quality time and physical touch. Mm-hmm. Those, those, that's me. So did he give you quality time? Uh, he did. And I, I was appreciative when he did. But the fact that... And see, listen, I think what guys need to realize is if your love language is give giving, you got to make sure the person that you're in a relationship with can give you gifts. Not saying that I can't, but you, your, your, ta- your personal taste may be a little too out of my budget. <laughs> but, okay, but then here's the thing. It's not always about the gift. It's the meaning. Okay. What was it? Give me something he was into. Um, mm, he like like clothes and fashion yeah. and stuff clothes like that. And fashion. You could have took him. You could have said, "Hey, man, let's go on a trip. We gonna take a ride to the fashion district." Oh, that would have been nice. You could. You would have got two. You got a little vacation, a little vacation or whatever. Okay. You took him somewhere that he would have been excited. Be like, okay, let's see what's going on. Now you probably couldn't afford everything, but the the experience. Would have been him be like, damn, she fucked me. Mm. Damn, what was you 12 months ago? You didn't tell me about this. Last I talked <laughs> to you, it was Pepsi and Charlotte. Oh, that Pepsi and Charlotte. They are so far off the radar right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's still been trying to come back around, but that shit did. Why? Um, I want more. He don't. What you mean? I, I want to, like, be in a relationship. He don't want to be in a relationship. Mm-mm. He want all the benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't fight this. Ain't, ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. And I did. <laughs> it's funny because, like, he'll message me here and there and be like, are you in the city? Like, he, he follow me on social media. So, if I post something saying I'm in Charlotte, he'll text me, like, are you in the city? And one time he did, I just opened it and closed it. No response. Mm. Ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. I'm telling you, it's just it got a feed. It got to serve purpose. Yeah. If it don't serve purpose, then it's just like you're getting everything you want from me, and I'm I'm just getting nothing, right. and I'm I'm left like really empty. And I just feel like this last year has left me extremely empty, mm. and I, I'm I'm on E now, so I don't really have nothing to give. So I'm just giving it all like to my craft. So mm. that's all I got. Okay, you say so. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. All right, we're going to get out of here because if, if if we don't, this will be a um, 
This would be a, a this this would be a therapy session, and I won't be the therapist. I, I will be the person paying for the services. Why you don't want no therapy? I I pay somebody already. Oh, you do that? Okay. Yeah, I'm already sitting on somebody's couch. <laughs> well, look, I don't want y'all in my business, so we'll probably talk about that. <laughs> we'll probably talk about that off the air. Um, okay, so social media, follow me on Instagram at Art Dilla INC, Prom Night Augusta, and The Mahogany Lounge. Same love handles on Facebook, except it's Art Dilla Music, The Mahogany Lounge, and Prom Night Augusta. All right, and when is prom? Saturday, February 19th. February 19th. That's my grandma's birthday. It's my birthday. Really? Mm-hmm. No, my grandma's birthday, February 20th. Okay. Gotcha. That's somebody else's birthday. Cute, right? Yeah, somebody else's birthday. I'm oh, missing somebody. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of fights. Ooh, that's too much. Hey, man, hold on now. Wait a minute. I'll I'm put sorry. this whole table. <laughs> Look, we're going to get on out of here. Uh, This one is also by the art dealers, Carl. Stay out the way. And y'all be good. Yeah. You're not rocking with the greatest. I don't give a shit if you don't feel that way. <laughs> Let's go. Slide through the town on some cool shit. Ballin' like a young OG on that Uncle Drew shit. I came to break the game like a pool stick. It's like the first day of class, man. We need some new shit. No stretches in the revving on the Easter Sunday. Pull up in the old school, looking like new money. They cloud chasing, they crash test dummies. Somebody tell these youngers, ain't no future in your front. Never been the one that you begging for attention. I don't flex for the gram, I don't put on for the mention. I just go to work every day, put the pressure on them. I ain't in their top ten, but shitting on the best of them. Conversations with Mo is available on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Music Play. Please like, rate, and subscribe.